0: Let's go, let's go. What's happening, folks? What's happening, folks? Bob Dog checking in with you. How's everybody doing out there? Welcome and welcome and welcome to the Nipple Whiskers podcast. What's up, everybody? Man, man, man. What a week, what a week, what a week. I've definitely checked in with you guys one time, but got to check back in this time. It's been going crazy out there. I've definitely got a lot of messages, mostly in regards to... Just NFTs. Everybody's hitting me up about NFTs. Uh, definitely still have the poker tournament. I'm going to have that announcement today. Yes, it's dropping today on Thursday. Thanksgiving, depending on where you are and, you know, what part of the globe. I'm not sure who all celebrates it, but if you celebrate it, that is today. So, happy Thanksgiving for those that are out there. And uh, I do want to apologize if those it offends because I have lived with some genuine natives and they felt a different way. So, with that being said, I definitely a lot of people you know you're on my heart you're definitely on my heart um my boy my boy Derwin, i remember riding to the airport with that dude he's full blown native he was one of the welders so i was out in nevada and we were driving down to the airport he was helping me out to go pick up my buddy and he was like hey you know I'll, I'll take you down there so he was just helping me and we were listening to some native music and it was just like chanting it was dope though it sounded like you know if i had to think it sounded like a powwow type thing with just people around the, fire just like singing and chanting and it just sounded beautiful but i just remember him crying and just looking over at me with tears in his eyes like man i was like what's he singing about i was like this is dope like what's he singing about and that's when he just like started crying he was like man it's about you know just the white man taking our land da, 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 and just taking everything that we had blah blah, blah. and it was you know it's just deep because you know i've like i said i've I've been around a lot of different ethnicities i've had that luxury in life um it's definitely a blessing um, and living with, you know, Native American over here in America at this point in time, I believe they're referred to as Native um, Native people. Definitely, uh, you know, nothing but respect. I definitely had a poster of, you know, the, the laws of the lands and just trying to, it, it's all about respecting the land and trying to give back what you take. We're definitely the opposite of what we are today as a society. And with that being said, utmost respect to just it all cultures not just one in particular but all cultures um i know it's a celebration of one for the most part because one kind of dominates at this point but just all cultures i feel for everybody and i love the diversity so love you appreciate you and happy motherfucking thanksgiving bitches let's go let's go all right, folks, so NFTs, NFTs, before I say anything, I am not any type, way, shape, or form, as you can tell by my education. I'm not a financial advisor in any way. I um, definitely don't know anything about shit and don't know nothing about nothing, but I will tell you my personal opinions. If I had, and I'm only coming from this direction because I was hit up about uh, an investment and somebody came and said, I got $20,000, what do I put it into? you know and it was like well, all right all right let me let me let me stretch this out so that was one of my you know it was a phone call it wasn't even a message so that was a phone call and it's like let me let me figure out some shit real quick uh ethereum's 4000 you know roughly it's over 4000 at this point i believe but we're going to go with 4000 just to keep it you know decent so we're talking i'm i'm looking at v friends you know what i mean i'm really looking at v friends we're looking at v friends and that's nine ETH. So it's like, ah, uh, we're close, but you know, not really in the ballpark. I think nine times four, if I'm not an idiot is something like 36, which I'm not very smart, but yeah, we, uh, we're a little out of the ballpark, but not bad. Not bad. Um, next I would go to, if, cause now this gentleman, I asked, you know, what is it? Are you looking for quick flip Are you look for what he says for my kids. And you know, I know this is going to go somewhere and I want them to become something. So with that being said, this is long-term, which I think most NFTs should be. At least me personally, I haven't flipped any. I haven't sold any. So let me put it that way. I just own and hold. Um, I've given some away, but that that's as far as that goes. Um, I, I've private sold, but that's only on the, the buyer's side. So I've definitely bought private sale. I have experience with buying, you know, and it's all buying. When it comes to selling, I haven't paid the even fee for them to go into my wallet to even authorize it. So V friends a little out of the price range, but I still think it's underrated or undervalued. Um, I'm not going to say it's underrated. Everybody who's in it knows what's in it. And that's the V friends is real deal. V con going to be announced. Going to be coming up after that first V con. These are going to shoot up to 12 ETH easy 15 ETH back to where they should be. Um, so yeah, V friends out of the question, but huge fan love everything Gary V does. And he definitely inspires what I'm doing today. So, big shout-out, especially because I'm reading Crush It. I have it right in front of me right now, literally. I'm looking at the book, kind of, you know, it is what it is. I can say that because it's sitting in front of me. Granted, this is, like, his first book. I think he has a second book, like, still crushing it or something like that. And there's a third book now that he just released, uh, 12 parts or something like that, 12-something Damn, I should be up to date and I should be promoting his ass. But, hey, man, look, I can't afford the damn book right now. So I'm just, you know, going to gonna chill out. Plus, I haven't read your first book or your second book. I ain't buying the damn third book yet. Plus, I would have bought the book NFT if I heard of it. I would have taken a loan out. I don't give a damn what I would have done. I would have went and snatched it out of purse. 12 books, you would have got the Gary V NFT. I definitely would have done it. I would have given away the books. You know what I mean? Oh, man, I wish I would have. Saw it, but I missed that opportunity by one day. One day I missed it. That's how it goes. That's how life goes. All right, so my second piece of suggestion to these folks is, and this is because of the team backing it, Stoner Cats. And they're selling pretty cheap for, you know, a base floor model. Um, for this type of money, I wouldn't even be looking at the floor too much. Uh, 0.34 ETH. Um, the reason why I would suggest Stoner Cats is, one, they're super affordable. Not super affordable. I, I don't mean to disrespect anybody because I can't afford that shit. But when you're talking 20000 you can buy a couple of them. You can look in more of the rare section at this point. Stoner Cats is a uh, – It's the team is crazy. I mean, I believe that is Jane Fonda, Chris Rock, Aston Kutcher, his wife, uh, Miley Koontz or something like that. Sorry, I didn't, probably didn't say your name right. But they, they just have stars over there. Um uh, it's crazy. I, I believe Vitalik is, is just all types. Just you go do your own research on that. I ain't speaking into it. But Stoner Cats, I believe that they have. Gary V is even doing a voice of one of the Stoner Cats on an episode. I'm not sure where the episodes are going to premiere. I'm not sure if, you know, one day they make it onto Netflix. This thing is going to go universal like crazy, but we'll we'll see where it goes. Another one is um the Sandbox. Uh, sandbox seems to be picking up a lot of steam right now. Um, I would avoid Decentraland just because of legal reasons. I know that right now, you know, I can go on my computer and go to a poker table and gamble using crypto. I believe that's shunned upon in the crypto community. And I believe it's illegal against the United States, you know, like regulations and the gambling thing. So I would avoid Decentraland at this point. I know a lot of people are investing a lot of money, but they've got to figure some stuff out. It's kind of like tokenization if you're building a project or investing in that, you better hope that it stays legal if that's your only utility. Um, so sandbox, it's 0.088 for land right now. Um, I'm not sure you know exactly the utility of the land going forward or exactly what's going to happen, but as a minimum, I would buy in there. It's really cheap uh, for, for those out there on that Bob Dog budget. And last but not least lazy lines. That's where I, I told them if they're really serious about putting some money in, I would look more towards the lazy lions. I don't see them falling off. Um, long-term if you bought a nice lazy lion, I think that'll, you know, pay off. Um, that's my personal opinion. I don't know each and to everybody, each and everybody's got their own opinion. I wish we could get a board ape. I think that would be a good investment. It definitely skyrocketed. I think it's going to come down from that point, but We'll see exactly what happens Um, in 10, 20 years. I think there'll be nothing but up as long as they keep the community going. All you need is one sour grape in that community. Who knows? So if I had to pick somebody coming up right now, I think I made this very clear. But if I haven't already, it's going to be the no brainers. Um, The no brainers coming out with 5,100 pieces, 5,100 pieces. Um, They're minting at 0.08 and they're coming out November 4th. I am on the white list. I'm not sure I'm going to grab one, but I told like I told them man, you, I got four spots. You buy me one, you can buy three if you hit something rare. You're off to the races, player. Um, but with that being said, I'm not sure of I didn't do the research on exactly what they're That's more of a quick flip for me, the no-brainers cuz I don't see much in their future and in the in the way of the people behind it, but I'm not sure exactly what the plan is. I was trying to look into it a little bit and I couldn't find too much information. With that being said, um there's not, it's a limited supply, very limited supply of 5,100 pieces when most are 10,000. The Discord is going bonkers. They constantly have contest after contest after contest. Whoever's doing the marketing is on point. It kind of reminds me of the Mechaverse just build up. I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen. Hopefully they can outperform what Mechaverse was able to do um, at launch. They, they they have some suck they have such sick art coming out in their fan art contest. I mean, I've been watching some of it. It is beautiful. It is amazing what these guys are doing. Some dude was drawing in the sand yesterday. I shared it on Twitter. It was so dope. Love, love what they're doing and just the way that they're built. Um, but like I'm, like I said, folks, I'm not an NFT. I'm not an art collector. Like I'm not an NFT advisor in any way, shape or form. I don't know what the hell to do. I could definitely waste my money easier than I could waste your money. Um, but I'm not an art collector when I look at it and I've got a lot of message and a lot of the NFTs, the groups I even support. It sucks just because I, I love the guys. The communities are awesome. I really love them. But when I came into this game, it was all because of V friends. So I saw what Gary V was doing with his utility and just the way he was adding it with the V conference. And I mean, you can play, you can do ping pong, Kalong, I believe he called it and you could, you know, you could go play ping pong with them um, there was one where he was doing like six random airdrops to your, or six random male physical packages to your house like throughout the year. And Gary V with his reputation, he's going to hit you with something stupid. Like, like, oh man, I'm just super excited by what he was doing. So now that I'm in the NFT game and see what other people are offering, it's been pretty disappointing. It really has like looking around and just seeing like, a lot of them, you're hoping for an airdrop. They don't hold much utility. A lot of the values have dropped. A lot of the projects don't go up unless it's just part of the hype train. But as far as the actual utility that they bring you, it's nothing like VCon and things like that, which is why VFriends is worth nine ETH. Um, you can sell your concert for VFriend, for the VConference and make your money back. I mean, you have it for three years. So if you just sell you can go to the first one, let it hype up. You can sell it to the second and third and just, you know, make your money, make more than your money back for the the V, V friends. It's stupid. I mean, I see it and it was just, it was bonkers to me. But now that I'm in the, in the scene and actually see NFTs, not all of them, not many of them are set up like that. Gary V is definitely a unique individual, the way that he did it and the way that he's continuing to do it. Um, I definitely love just the way that he pushes and his energy every day. So Huge shout out to that guy. Definitely appreciate it. And let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, big shout out to the the Board Ape Yacht Club just because they're pushing the NFT game. Everybody knows about them. The mainstreams knowing about them. I'm seeing their stickers, their art all over the place. They're definitely pushing. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure, and I hear the conspiracy theories about them. And I don't know if it's even. There's probably proof out there about them paying celebrities and just like giving away the board ape just to get the hype and everything. I was hearing things about post Malone. I'm not really sure. Cause it's all accusations until I see proof. I ain't even going to hear it, but I do see them just pushing it and just pushing the envelope and just always pushing the game and just blowing up. I saw them, you know, airbrushed on the side of a Sacramento King foot uh, basketball player's shoes. And it's, they're just pushing the game. So you got to give them their level of respect. Um, they're definitely the big dogs and, We're just, I'm just a little pawn in this thing, man. I'm a pawn on the chessboard, but I'm enjoying my moves. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, let's see. Here's here's the biggest thing that's getting me. And this is what Gary V didn't do. I'm not sure if Board 8 Yacht Club did it. I'm not sure if any of the big ones did it, but this charity gimmick. And I I remember it going through in the early 2000s where there was all types of, you know, companies and everything like, well, and if you purchase this now, 10% of the proceeds will go to this charity and this charity and... Your proceeds will go to this charity, and if we want to donate to charity, we could give our damn money to charity. Like, I, at least from me, this is the way that I stand. And there's an, another reason why I bring it up. But my personal opinion is, if I want to donate to charity, I donate to Jim charity. Fuck the charity, just discount my money and let me get this thing for cheaper. You know, what I mean? my personal opinion. But this this is why it bothers me and offends me is um one I'm I'm gonna question the transparency if if you want to promote your 10% giveaway, promote the 90% you putting in your damn pocket and just say like, man, your, your purpose, if your purpose is to do this 10%, then you have your true purpose is to pocket the 90, you know what I mean? Is to get rich. I mean, we ain't got to lie. Um, that's basically what it comes down to to me is honesty is, is cool with me. If you're dropping something to make some money and you're going to reinvest it in some way in the future and if that's your plan and you just need the initial investment. Hey, I'm, I'm totally for it. I get it. I get it. But to just say, you know, we're going to do this 10% just to put the 10% because everybody else is doing it, that that's weak, man. That's weak. That's a marketing tactic that was used in the 2000s. Thankfully, it died out, but it's a, it's a definitely – it's it's old tactic, and I'm just watching it come back, and it's just these marketing guys think that it's going to work again, but it's like, eh, maybe. So the reason that I speak on it is because it was kind of disturbing when I was listening to somebody the other day, and they were buying into a dog NFT um, – I'm not going to put it on blast, but it was, and it's not one of the main ones. It was just one of the small servers I was in. So if you're trying to assume what it was, you probably don't know. Um, With that being said, one of the girls was in there and she was just listening on the voice. You know, it was, I think it was a Twitter space or something. And she was like, yeah, I mostly bought into it because of your donation to the the animal, you know, the, the animal. I forget what it was, the animal right, not animal rights, but just the housing and like, the humane society and things like that. I'm not sure exactly what she was talking about, but just hearing that she was doing it and literally bought into the project mostly because of the charity part. And it was like, man, like, girl, you could just give to charity if they don't, you know, push this project in the right direction. You're both, you're basically just donated to their charity because they're going to take that money and never put it, that money into the project. The amount that you, you put into the project. um, it's crazy. It is crazy to me. And, man, I, I did post something about it on, you know, on Twitter. And I got I got some feedback. And it was one of the projects, one of the projects that I actually love and, you know, I'm, I'm definitely part of and love the team. And they mentioned that they had donated something like 23 ETH to Helping Mental Health. Now, what the hell does that mean? Um, It's very, very strange to me. Only because, and I come in it in this fashion, I honestly live like two streets from a mental institute right now. That institute is where I visited my cousin, and this is my only cousin. I only have one cousin. And I know, I know, especially where I live, in my Hispanic community over here, all my brethren, man, these fools, they everybody's cousins, man. I swear to God, we show up to a party and everybody has four cousins. I have one. Um, this dude, he's openly gay now. Um, he wasn't always, I know that he was out nailing chicks when he was younger in his twenties. Um, definitely heard some rumors, but I wasn't really sure. He's always been, he was a drug addict. Definitely. He was out living on the streets at some point. Um, my cousin, he's, he's a nut, man. I love that dude. Uh, Jeff to the left, big shout out, man. He used to always bang out some Sacramento shit. And when I was at my grandma's house, RIP grandma, man, love you. Definitely passed away. Like within, you know, the last year and a half, um, He was always over there just bumping like some gang gang over there, just some E-40 or something back in the day or some Brother Lynch and just bumping some crazy shit up there. And I would be sitting there with all my family, my grandma, my aunt, R.I.P. Aunt Lisa, man, wish you were still with us as well. Um, You know, my mom and everybody in this food would just bump and just bumping on some gangster shit. Like, wow, like, why are you even playing this right now? But, yeah, my cousin, he was a nut. Everybody knew it. Um, I think when he was in third grade or something, he picked up a desk and threw it at his teacher. I mean, this fool was always on some other shit. His family was very successful. Um, That would be my aunt. She somewhere worked up in Sacramento with the governor and was doing her thing. And then you also had uh, she's retired hosting seminars, and she big, big dog, big dog. And his dad is a former sergeant of the police department around here. Not going to put it out there because, you know, y'all can narrow this shit down. But, yeah, this, dude, man, successful family, super successful. They split up at a younger age. I'm not really sure why. I'm sure he had part of it because this fool was wiling out. That brings me back to just the mental health issue, and that's I can honestly speak on it because I've been there to visit my mom, you know, in the mental ward. Um She's definitely had her issues. She definitely tried to commit suicide and ended up in a coma um, definitely had, you know, that's my mom, man. I flew, had to fly back into state and I was, that's when I was registered runaway. I had to fly back in and try to avoid authority, say hi to everybody, but it be, make sure to be able to get out the building before, you know, I got gaffled up at very interesting times. And then, uh, I think a week later, my sister tried, you know, she, she tried to commit suicide and then just, I've, I've definitely been around it. I've spent a lot of time just visiting my cousin and, um, uh, the mental Institute and just visiting my mom and visiting people. And my question would be, you know, 23 ETH, how do you help these people? What is it? What does it come in? Does it come in the form of pharmaceuticals? Does it come in the form of counseling? Like what, what is, what is 23 ETH of helping the mental health? What, what, what the hell is that? Like, I don't mean it disrespectfully at all. I'm just wondering what is, how does that help? Where does it help? Where does it tie in? Like, that's a, very interesting to me, man. Very interesting. I only speak on that just because I'm genuinely curious. I don't know where I would help him. I think about my cousin all the time. I definitely think about all my family, but my cousin a lot just because I've watched it for years and years and I've always been like an onlooker. I believe one day a random car was pulled over on the freeway and he was upset claiming that that officer was uh, harassing his friend. The person didn't know him at all. He climbed up the embankment of the freeway and started slamming a steel chain across the hood of the police car he ended up you know going to jail and he's man my 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 cousin's a trip my cousin's a trip um I definitely used to skateboard with him all the time when we lived in the Dino over there on Del Rosa I remember the day that we were skateboarding down this big ass hill and I could hear my tire I was in front and I can hear his tires and I heard him go and his tires disappeared I heard a car stop you know what I mean I hear just do 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 he ate shit. He picked up his board, blood all over his board. We walked back to the house. Um, he handed it to my brother, and we never skateboarded again. And that was after, like, months of skateboarding. But just that's that's my cousin, man. My cousin's something else. I've definitely – he was honorably discharged from the Marines. Um, I remember coming home when we lived on Del Rosa at another spot – man came home and that fool was just literally doing left right left his, his own drill cadence shit in the uh, kitchen just full blown nobody else around just full blown full like stance just left right and I was just like oh okay I'm gonna turn around and go back to the room like I ain't even trying to deal with that um, that fool dips man his, his strength and his speed is unmatched I mean it's, it's crazy man I love that dude uh, Jeff to the left big shout out man love that dude what's up Jeff where you at dog Definitely have compassion and and everything for everybody in all those situations. I'm probably you ask any of my friends, they'll tell you, man, my ass should have been locked up. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm man, I'm I'm with everybody and and trying to help. I just wonder how do you help certain situations? It's kind of like the homeless situation. We have huge homeless situation here in the Dino, um, huge homeless. I could drive down baseline right now and there's just tents everywhere. I mean, you're gonna have it's crazy and. I mean, I don't know what the answer is. You, you try to separate them you try to push them away. I mean, what do you what do? You do? Um, I think that these are not government problems. I, my personal opinion, these are community problems. I think that through community, which we, we've definitely lost a lot of community, I think that the community is no longer amongst us. I think the community is online for the most part. A lot of people don't know their neighbors. I'm one of the few people around here that actually does know my neighbors. And I will go out of my way to introduce myself. If I see somebody I don't know, I'd be like, what's up, man? Like, I'm over here. If y'all ever need an issue, you got a flat tire, you can't change it, holler at me, man. Like, let me know. I will help everybody around here. No money needed. But ever since I've been helping the tweakers, man, my car don't get broken into anymore. Like, knock on wood. But ever since, man, it's just karma, man. I try to give it out because I definitely owe it a lot. Uh... You know, I don't deserve what I've got today. So when I look at it like that, I'm just thankful, thankful for my ability to walk, thankful for my ability to, to talk. You know what I mean? I definitely R.I.P. Homer and his quadriplegicness when I was growing up and just witnessing that and just, you know, talking with him and assisting him and eating and just everything, man. It was life is a trip. Life is a trip. Um, I mean, the only other rant that I really got is I'm fucking tired of sitting in the red lights, folks. I'm fucking tired of sitting at a red light. So I got to deal with smog issues because I drive an older car. So we're talking about all these, uh, you know, cars and emissions and all this crap. How many times, folks, I want you to pay attention. Do you sit at a red light that you don't have to sit at? I mean, we, we constantly sit at these pathetic ass light systems where they have, they just make us sit where we don't need to be sitting for so long. If they could keep the, the most emissions coming out of a vehicle when it's accelerating. Um, it's just, you know, you're dumping more gas, consuming more fuel. It's less efficient. You're, you know, you're accelerating. It stops us all the time for times we don't need to stop. Um, and this is the way that I look at it. If you really want to know my situation on a lot of things, I look at it like this. The government, yeah, sure. They could try to fix that and they could definitely make them into smarter, you know, red light systems. I mean, this technology that they're using is boo-boo funk is trash. I mean, they definitely could make it much better. I think you, you, you put Elon Musk on that and uh, We're stopping fifty percent less. I mean, we're just the flow of traffic will be better. You know, everybody knows it. These these I sit at red lights all the time. Um, The same red lights actually, because when I leave work, I have to sit at one, and it has to go through its entire cycle and then get to me. And it's like, why don't you just go from red over there and then click to me? There's nobody on the off ramp coming off. Why do you even have to do the off ramp? Like it's pathetic. Um, If they're really worried about you know emissions, they would cut that down. It would definitely, you could start there. The only issue is how do you tax the people to do that? How do you regulate on the people? You know, they can get us to pay smog and somebody, you know, you make a whole industry out of it. Now you have smog companies everywhere. You have hot smogging. You have all these different regulations and all this crap. They haven't even fixed the signal lights. The signal lights are making us stop all the time and accelerate. It's causing us to create more fumes and it's, you know, and it's like, Why don't you take responsibility before you start pointing your finger at us? That's, that's where I think it all starts. Just looking in the mirror. I'm a person that runs no cat on some of my Hondas, um, no catalytic converter. And that, you know, that's good for the environment. They came out with those somewhere, probably really started coming out with them during the seventies. Um, but yeah, I I take my shit off, man. I'd be running my shit, smell all the gas. I don't care. I love it. I love it all. Um, but I do understand your point of view. On, you know, helping the environment, I totally try to eliminate, you know, minimize my waste in other ways, shapes and forms. I drive a little four-cylinder. You got people driving V8s when you ain't hauling nothing but your fat ass. Um, Four cylinders are fine for the 99% of us. You got these big-ass SUVs just taking up all this shit. Like, oh, man, it's crazy. Um, The electrical thing, until we get renewable electricity, that's all debatable. Um, Our electrical grid is not built to handle a recharger in everybody's homes for the most part across, you know, at least... United States not everybody here could even have one and power their car it would be it would be catastrophic and a bigger issue than anything I mean it's it's crazy that government is definitely forcing us towards electric cars but our grid doesn't have the capability to right now handle a charger for every car in the house Um, I definitely think that you should definitely work on the pipeline before you start shoving shit into it Man, man, man. I'm going to go ahead and let y'all go, man. This has been Bob Dogg, Nipple Whiskers Podcast. I definitely want to touch in on that shit. I know I've been kind of, you know, I've been here a lot now. I've definitely been here making it known, making it known. Um, I definitely have a lot of projects working with me. I definitely still have the poker tournament announcement coming up today. Hit me on Twitter. Hit me on social. Um, Nipple Whiskers Podcast. I've definitely jumped in the Lockdown Lemmings, their Discord. Check them out on OpenSea. Lockdown lemmings. Dope art. Dope art. But what we're doing behind the scenes over there is huge. Um, They're definitely going to be sponsoring my poker tournament. And not this one in particular, but the one's coming up. So it's going to be moving every Saturday. Love and appreciate y'all. This is Bob Dog. I hear the baby. I got to go get to her. And I'm out. Love y'all. Thank you. Gong. The time has come. You've been listening to the Nipple Whiskers Podcast. With your host, Bob Dog. He doesn't like you either. Follow us on social media, subscribe on YouTube, and visit nipplewhiskerspodcast.com for exclusive offers and information on upcoming episodes. This podcast will now self-destruct in three, two, one.